Welcome to episode 440 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'll be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds radio network, KUAP. There you can hear... Two episodes of the show replays every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. And as always, I want to thank the host of uh, Trouble Minds Radio, Michael Strange, and Liam Martin, also known as Rohan, of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station, uh, if you all listen that way. And that includes all the music and everything as well, so... Um, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And uh, I have a Patreon page where, starting first thing next month, you will be able to find um, an extra episode of the show once a month. Uh, if you join any of the tiers over there on Patreon. And it's just another way to support the show, and I always appreciate it. And uh, also there are direct donation links if you just want to make a one-time donation, and those are through PayPal and Venmo. And uh, all help is is never expected, but always appreciated, um, because there are expenses for doing this show uh, in terms of equipment and research uh, materials, and then... Travel expenses. Again, I'll be at the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year. Uh, that's in in Michigan, in uh, Mount Pleasant, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. November November 4th and 5th, that's a weekend. That's a Saturday and Sunday. And I'll just be there checking everything out and uh, recording my thoughts on everything and maybe getting some other recordings of uh, some stories of experiences for anyone that wants to do that. And uh, then I'll be reporting on all that once I get back here on uh, on shows after that. So looking forward to that. And uh, I think that takes care of everything for now with that. And I can get to the news here. And this is all from within this last week. So um, about as, as recent as I can get. Um... So, let me get to this first article here. You can find all the articles in the episode description, uh, at least all the ones that we cover anyway, and as well as in the Discord server in the Show Notes and Sources channel. Uh, so you can check out the articles on your own and get uh, any of the details that I leave out and, of course, uh, look at any of the pictures that are in these uh, articles as well. Uh, so... Uh, this first one, let me see here. Okay, this first one is from newsnationnow.com. 
Now, normally I, I don't pay a lot of attention to any kind of sort of articles or... I mean, I take note of it, but I don't... Um, I don't pay a ton of attention to anything when it comes to um, the government or large corporations that are showing interest or giving attention to uh, the paranormal. And that includes, of course, UFOs. Uh, but the title of this article reads, Poll, as in P-O-L-L, Many Believe Government Hiding What It Knows of, on UFOs. That's, that's where it ends, on UFOs. So, um, and now that in itself is somewhat interesting, but also in this article here, they mention um, that it's not just UFOs. They mention, they sort of go a little bit further. In that poll, they say that this uh, Newsweek did a poll that revealed 57% of eligible U.S. voters uh, believe that the government has more information about UFOs and alien life than it has publicly disclosed. So, um, and this is, of course, in response to all the latest uh, sort of government talk and... Uh, speculation and just all the different things that you can find if you look into any kind of social media, UFO Twitter, or any, really any um, social media, and then put in UFOs at this point. Um, <clears throat> so, it also says that 40% of those surveyed support lawmakers looking into the latest whistleblower's claims. Um, so, I'm just really uh, glad that there is Still, this interest in these things, but again, as I always say, and I'll I'll keep saying, I'm a lot more interested in the individuals uh, that have experiences. I'm a lot more interested in the people that were polled than the people that the 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 subjects of the poll are interested in, which is ironic in a way. Um, but it's still, I think, good to note these things, these sort of um, trends that are happening, even if. As I said, uh, um, a couple of a uh, couple weeks ago now, in one of my um, my paranormal pattern shows, I I think there's a lot of um, a lot of different factors involved in all the things that you hear and read about online when it comes to UFOs, including manipulation from various sides of the subject, including government, and not even necessarily uh, in a unified way but from different factions within that government. So, But again, still always interesting to see these polls and their, their figures and all those things that come up uh, because of all these recent events. Again, to me, if um, any kind of interest that the public shows uh, in these events, that um, it sort of comes from all these... Uh, these Again, the social media and the government involvement and all that. The the thoughts and, and experiences of the public are much more interesting to me. And if, if um, it takes these sort of all the stuff that's going on to get more of the public to talk about these things, then at the very least that in itself is a good thing, as I've said before. So I uh, just wanted to share that story real quick. And I can move on to the next one here. So let's see here. Just checking on 
everything in Discord. Everything looks good. So thank you all again for being here. And uh, let me move on to the next story. <clears throat> this one says, uh, can someone, oh, I'm sorry, this is from Outkick.com. And the title reads, can someone please explain why there are no new ghosts? Which, I love the title. It sort of gets right to the point. Um, and it, it is sort of true in a way, and I'm mainly just going to respond to this article here, that a lot of reports of paranormal and of sightings of, of apparitions and things, they seem to be of figures from the past, from even, like some would say, far in the past, century or more uh, prior to the current date. Um, but I think what this shows is that those are the stories that sort of make it, I think, into popular culture more so than the the stories of the kind of apparitions that this writer um, is asking about. I think they're there. I think those kinds of sightings are there. It's just that because, maybe even because of the their appearance, they're mistaken as regular people from this time that are alive. Um, or they're just not sort of as startling in their own way as someone who is wearing clothes from 100 years ago or 200 years ago. Uh, it's just my thought on that. But this article says that... Um, this author in this article th says that there are no... According to them, anyway, as far as they've seen. And again, I think that's really important. This is from one person's point of view. And uh, we have to get get together to put all those together and and maybe that'll help figure out more things. But uh, as far as they're aware, most paranormal stories and sightings focus on <clears throat> eras like the Revolutionary War or uh, Roaring Twenties. So then, of course, Civil War apparitions as well. It doesn't say that, but that's sort of in there as well. And uh, he, men he mentions that despite the fact that people... And this is a summary as well I'm, I'm checking out here. Um, despite the fact that people still pass away today, obviously, uh, according to the author, he uh, doesn't see a lot of stories of contemporary ghosts. Uh, that, and that apparently, according to the author, raises questions about the existence of the paranormal. But again, I think they're out there. I think it's just a matter of maybe those stories aren't making it as far out into the public as other uh, stories of, of apparitions. And that's not even getting into what these apparitions are. <laughs> that's just talking about what people see and hear. Um, but it says the absence of modern ghosts might be due to this idea that they wouldn't be as frightening or as captivating as their historical counterparts. And again, so they do mention that. So, I don't know. It seems like they answered their own question there, in a way, possibly. Um, so just in the article, sort of talking about the, uh, really the, the types of sightings that are most commonly reported, I think, in a way, uh, versus those that aren't reported as much. And again, that's part of why I do this show, is to find all all of these stories about 
these different uh, paranormal experiences with um, just with anyone or anything that shows up, not just sort of the the usual uh, ghost story fictional book um, or even non-fictional book. Still, a lot of that does focus on on um, and the author is right there in that way that does focus on historical hauntings. So, ah, oh, wow. I'm looking at the chat here. PDG says, when I die, I'm hunting everyone dressed like the Grim Reaper. And there's a, a good question, though, in a way, even though it's, it's uh, LOL is at the end. How do we, how do, how do apparitions get to sort of pick what they appear as? And that is a whole other discussion as well, in a way. That could be an entirely different show. Um, and I have ideas, but that's not really the point of the article. But um, but still, it's just, yeah. It, it does make you wonder about that, because can, if it is some kind of a conscious entity that is not in a physical form, even if they're from, let's say, 1700s, 1800s, or even early 1900s, can they change their appearance over time? Um, there's a question as well. So, I've also heard stories of apparitions that barely have any details in them, and I've heard it suggested in different shows and, and things I've um, read that maybe some of these apparitions that don't have much detail, it's because they are slowly fading their energy is slowly um their levels are they're they're basically slowly dissolving in a way it sounds gross but i don't mean it in that way but sort of merging back with with the rest of all the energy that surrounds us and those details are maybe the first thing to go um of course, again, with all these things I'm saying, I'm automatically thinking of other reasons for the way these these paranormal events take place. So, anyway, I think that's a good place to stop with that article. Otherwise, I'll spend the rest of the show talking about it. So, um, but yeah, neat article there, and uh, I, I think it's it's good to look at these articles and sort of see what you can you can. Um, what thoughts they bring and instead of I think in a lot of cases especially nowadays there's this this um, thing and I've, I've had it happen before and now I'm starting to try to, to fight against it this reaction where oh I don't like that article I don't like the title of that article it seems like it's just dismissing everything but that may not always be the case so and even if it is that doesn't mean I have to take it that way or that I can't use it to generate more thoughts and and maybe get more information that is can be useful later so but um moving on to the next article here let's see um this one is from kutv.com and uh title of this says Historic North Carolina building surrounded by paranormal phenomena, mystery, and true crime. And uh, so, let's see here. This is about the 
Battery Park Hotel in Asheville, North Carolina. I believe I've heard of this one before. I can't remember if I've ever done a, a uh, news story on it. But um, this is what I found today. So there's reports in this location of um, paranormal events and mysterious murder that occurred in 1936. And it was the murder, it says, of uh, someone named Helen. I'll just leave it at that. And the hotel, it says, remains unsolved. And her room is said to uh, be, the, be sort of the, the source of paranormal activity. Uh, and on the anniversary of her death. So I always wonder about that. Is that some kind of residual thing? Or, or is that some kind of attempt by... Uh, intelligence by consciousness, maybe even her consciousness, to sort of remind the world or try to get the attention of the world um, in some way because of what happened. That's always a, a question I have when it comes to these things that happen on anniversaries like that. Or is it some kind of buildup of just, I don't know, energy over time? Or even the focus of people on that room that builds up because of that. There's also a service elevator uh, in the um, so in, in the apartments, I guess, such as nearby, uh, it's it's still apparently can it runs by itself in the middle of the night, even though uh, people have have there have been attempts to repair it, and uh, it still does this. So let's see here. Um, going back to the hotel, the hotel room, the. Uh, so let's see here. So as a result of financial uh, struggles, the hotel um, didn't do so well for a while. But um, people have reported strange things happening. Excuse me, in the uh, the room and a service elevator again that that uh, works runs on its own at night. And uh, it says that the Connection to the past and the and the the murder case um, is what is thought to be responsible for these things. So definitely possible. Um, elevators are odd in that way because that, that's something that you hear about in a lot of places, uh, a lot of hotels. It seems like even and some hospitals as well. So there's not a ton in this article here about that, but um, it does have pictures and. Uh, Oh, the, the room with the um, where this happened. Apparently, the, the 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 window will light up at night on the anniversary. That's what it was. I knew I was missing a part there. Um, it'll light up with a red light. That's interesting. Um, at night on the anniversary of when this apparently happened. So, and it says that the 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 um, the red light is odd because most of the People there uh, know about the story, but they don't rent out that room partly because of that. So, um, that's basically all for that article. Just the, uh, I wonder how that elevator is connected to the whole thing. That's something they don't get into. It might be something you don't really want to know much about, possibly. But um, there's no doubt that some of these events whether it's tragic ones like that or even just routine uh, events, they can leave imprints on places 
I don't doubt that at all. So, um, so going back to, let me see here. I think I'm going to have a few here, but I think I'm going to skip to this one here. Um, this is one that actually I got from a good friend of the show, uh, Rohan, shared it with me this morning and uh, wanted to share it in the show tonight. So this is from, it's from a different browser. Um, it's from the, let's see here, uh, operanewsapp.com. And the title reads, Spooky Moment, Nottingham Man spots ghosts in the street and this is about this guy sorry about the sounds if you hear him outside there um so let's see here this is a man claims to have seen four apparitions or ghosts basically outside his home uh, including figures near a car and in the middle of the road and two children two of them were children on the pavement so, and then also an orb nearby. So, it sounds like he was just, there was just some kind of a anomaly going on, whether it was the veil lifting and it was spirits, or, again, some kind of a time anomaly, and people were just appearing almost spirit-like. Um, now, he apparently tried to take a video of it, but it wasn't working, and so he just took a picture of it. And, of course, the picture, as usual, you would expect, it's it's very blurry, and... um but really odd. That's quite a, a number of um, figures to, to see all at one time. So often when people see apparitions, it's usually one figure, maybe two. From what I'm, I can remember from all the stories I've, I've heard and read. And um, so that is a lot to have sightings of four apparitions and an orb all in the same amount of time. Or just a short amount of time. And all just while watching TV in, in his own home. And apparently seeing them out the window. So, really neat sighting there. And um, it makes me wonder about how many similar sightings there are that are just written off. People are thinking their their eyes aren't working right or whatever. Just totally not wanting to share the story even if they, if they, if they think they had the experience. I think that happens too. Um... And it does have the picture in this article here. But um, it's really amazing. I, I would wonder if this man, his first name is, is actually Michael, it says. Um, I'd wonder if, if he ever had any other experiences before this or after this. Uh, or if it was just sort of more of an environmental, something to do with the energy around around him or in that area that allowed for this to happen this one time. To where he never had an experience before or after that he can, he can that he's aware of. So, um, and I think that ha- that can happen. So often you hear about people that have one experience in a location, um, and then not, no, nothing else for the rest of their life, as far as they know. And and of course, I think that can be them being sensitive also. But I, I think that in those cases, I wonder if it's a mix of sort of a sensitivity, but also then just whatever is going on in the place where they're at when they have that one experience. Um, sort of, again, the, the different kinds of energy and other factors, uh, the, the surroundings, 
um, what that what that can how that works. And of course, I don't know, but I think that may be what happened here. It sounds like if if there was no other experiences. So a lot of times in these articles, the people that have the, these experiences that share these pictures, they'll um, they'll mention if they've had other experiences, and this one doesn't doesn't say that. So. But uh, that's all I have time for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.